Delicious, meat nutritious, and the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts out there. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor, but still want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, to name a few. Perfect for enjoying with family or friends and taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Living Daily, episode 2168, the number one reason most people will forever remain wannabes by Benjamin Hardy of benjaminhardy.com. And I'm Justin Mollick, the guy who's been reading to you every day, including holidays for nearly six years. And I wanna keep that up. So with that, let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. The number one reason most people will forever remain wannabes by Benjamin Hardy of benjaminhardy.com. When you think of the word wannabe, maybe you imagine someone who isn't committed to their goals and dreams. Sure, there are countless people who fit this description. Indeed, the number one deathbed regret for most people is that they lacked the courage to be who they wanted to be and instead became who their social circle expected them to be. But really, the whole wannabe thing actually is a better description of very hardworking people. Dan Sullivan, the founder of Strategic Coach, calls this the time and effort economy. When you're in the time and effort economy, Your mindset is such that if you put enough time and effort in, you'll eventually become successful. This, unfortunately, is not how you become successful. Dan Sullivan contrasts the time and effort economy with the results economy. When you're in the results economy, your focus is not on how much time and effort you put in, it's about knowing exactly what you want and about doing whatever is most effective at producing that result. The reason most people stay wannabes. Quote, when it is obvious that the goals cannot be reached, don't adjust the goals, adjust the action steps. Confucius. Herein lies the number one reason most people will always remain wannabes. They aren't 100% committed to a specific and powerful result. Instead, they are putting in their time and effort, and despite their best efforts and even their incredible talent, they will always remain in that state always putting in time and effort for minimal reward, never adjusting and adapting to be effective, but instead happy to remain efficient, even if at the wrong thing. Peter Drucker said it nicely, quote, efficiency is doing things right. Effectiveness is doing the right things, end quote. There's a reason few people make it in terms of truly living their dreams at the highest level. Most people remain dreamers rather than achievers. Even their persona and identity narrative remains that of a dreamer. They've learned to love that identity. They're content with their current persona and results, but deep down, they're hiding. This is not an elitist conversation. This isn't about needing to be the absolute best. It's about being honest. 
I find that few people are truly honest about what they genuinely want. They're too scared to admit, even to themselves in their own journal, what they truly want. Instead of fully owning what they want and learning how to get that, they settle for a lesser lot. They settle for the time and effort economy where they will forever remain a wannabe. There are two fundamental reasons people are afraid to admit what they want. Ego, they don't want to expose themselves to others because if they do, they may look dumb if they don't succeed. Dr. Carol Dweck would call this the epitome of the fixed mindset. And what it really means is that you have a fragile identity. You're too afraid to fail at what you truly want. So instead, you'll limit yourself to something you can succeed at, even if that success is far lower than what you genuinely choose for yourself. And lack of confidence. The other reason people don't genuinely commit to and become who they truly want to be is a lack of confidence, which is very different from a fixed mindset. Ultimately though, it creates the same result unless that confidence is increased, which it can be. Confidence really means two things. You know what you want and you know you can get it. Without confidence, you'll be hazy on what you want and you won't know what you can do. Here's the thing people don't realize about confidence and even motivation. Both can be fueled. Not only can you define and determine for yourself what you want, but you can develop the mindset and desire to get it. If you don't have the desire to truly succeed, you can develop that desire. You can literally train your identity to want and need it. This may sound strange, but it's actually how you become anything. Right now, you have an identity. Within your current identity, you have wants and even needs. You can train your identity to want and need what you truly want. I learned this as a parent. In 2015, my wife and I became foster parents of three children. Admittedly, I didn't want these kids deep down for quite a while. Of course, a part of me did, but mostly I was going through the motions. I could say I wanted to be their dad, but deep down, I didn't want to be. I wanted to want it. I valued it. But if I'm being honest, I didn't want to be with them. I preferred being elsewhere. Not anymore. I trained my desires and identity. My children, all five of them now, are truly what I want and what I'm committed to. And not just in a time and effort way, although time, genuine time, is really what kids need. But more than anything, I committed to truly being their father and I want that more than anything now. I'm not who I once was and my life is far different as a result. Quote, there is one quality which one must possess to win, and that is definiteness of purpose, the knowledge of what one wants, and a burning desire to possess it. Napoleon Hill. Most writers will never become professionals. Most athletes will never become pros. Most people will put in a lot of time and effort, but ultimately that time and effort will not translate into the transformation needed to become what they deep down want to be. Instead, their time and effort will be going through the motions because they aren't truly committed to what they really want. Because they're not committed, they will justify wasting their time and effort on things that aren't producing results. They'll continue spending their time and effort on activities and platforms that don't work. They'll be satisfied enough putting in the time and effort and that'll be their reward. When you become serious about something, you stop holding back. You own fully what you want. Your ego goes away and you become fine being radically imperfect along the way. You also own fully your current results 
and shift what you're doing until you find what works. You're committed to your goals and not committed to some specific process, platform, or persona. You become who you want to be, whatever that takes. You focus on results, not time and effort. You learn to get what you want because you want it badly enough. You don't lower your goals with justifications. You just listened to the post titled, The Number One Reason Most People Will Forever Remain Wannabes by Benjamin Hardy of benjaminhardy.com. Thank you to Benjamin. I thought there were a couple of quotes in here worth repeating as a reminder as we end this episode. When it is obvious that the goals cannot be reached, don't adjust the goals, adjust the action steps. And efficiency is doing things right. Effectiveness is doing the right things. This is something I can admit I get trapped in. Granted, I've been able to release an episode of this podcast daily for almost six years, but a lot of that was efficiency. In my opinion, there could be a lot more effectiveness where instead of spinning wheels, things are actually moving in the direction that I want long-term. And it's difficult. Sometimes we just don't know what the right things are. That takes a lot of testing, courage, adapting, things like that, that many of us are uncomfortable with. Becoming efficient can be, in a way, becoming comfortable, whereas finding effectiveness can be really uncomfortable, but worthwhile in the end. Hopefully this article sparked something for you or made you think about it in a different way. It did for me. So with that, have a great rest of your day and I'll be back tomorrow as usual where optimal life awaits.